Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello and welcome to Help I Sexted My Boss. Sorry, start again. Do it again whilst Ben stopped making it. I won't miss this. I was trying to sound solemn and downbeat then, and you've annoyed me now. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Help I Sexted My Boss. The podcast where we help you navigate the challenges of modern life. No one's died. <laughs> Answering your 21st century questions and finding solutions to those... Oh, just give me a minute. God. To those everyday dilemmas. Like, what's been our best dilemma of 2023? And how do you send off someone who's gallivanting to South America for three months? By his own choice. What should you do? If you've accidentally sexted your boss, I don't know how I'm going to get through today's episode. I don't know how I'm going to get through it either. <laughs> but we're not usual like the answer. Are we William Hudson, <laughs> the UK's leading etiquette expert? No, we're not Jordan North. I'm more Frosty the Snowman. You're more Frosty Jacks. Oh, not had that for donkey's years. And that's from Nancy. Oh, that sends me... That's not one of mine. <laughs> <laughs> I used to drink that on Park. Can I ask, what is Frosty Jacks? Cheap. Did he still do it? This uh, bottle of cider it used to be like neon blue bottle of cider. I can't have cider, mm. Bacardi or mulled wine. No. Because I drank them when I was younger. It? Well, I don't think you're missing much. Oh. What you can have, however, <laughs> is gin and de bonnet. You've had a good week. Your final gin and de bonnet, maybe. Certainly on mic. So, um, if, if you're not aware, this is producer Ben's last episode. For a short time. For a quarter of a year. Yes, he is gone for a quarter, isn't he? He's going away for three months. He's going travelling in his gap yard. <laughs> it is very gap yard vibes, isn't it? So all those adverts you hear, mm. it's because producer Ben makes us read them so he can piss off yes. to South America for three months. Yeah. Laughing all the way to the bank. <laughs> What's South American for bank? Bank. Bank. Banco. Banco. <laughs> <laughs> Who shall we toast to? Well, look, not only, I mean, God, honestly, not only is this his last Tuesday episode with us, but also on the day this episode goes out, it will be Tuesday the 19th of December, which is producer Ben's birthday. Oh, I've got your card and a book in the bag for you. His 30th birthday. So I think we should toast executive producer Ben. To executive producer Ben. Executive producer Ben. Producer ben. 
Cheers. No clinking, obviously, because clinking is... Common. Thank you. As always, if you need our help with something, then we would love it if you got in touch. You can send your tales of trepidation to help at sextedmyboss, or you can tweet us or send us a message on Instagram. That's at sextedmyboss. Or you can write to William, who, in the fullness of time, promises a handwritten reply on one of our luxury greeting cards of executive self-seal envelopes. The address is on the website, sextedmyboss.com. We should also toast, not that we usually bother... Because if it was a bad review, we probably wouldn't even mention it. But we should also <laughs> toast to... It's probably been our only review. Um, Miranda Sawyer. Miranda Sawyer, who gave us a very lovely review in The Guardian. So she even mentioned producer Ben. So, yes. So she cheers, did. Miranda. But we're not bothered what critics link. <laughs> <laughs> but cheers. Yes. I mean, you. we're nice, that. Because mm. we're... Yeah. It had... Can I say... It had Guardian edges when it came to describing oh, here we a go. posh person. Oh, how? I, do, I can't write. I have to have. I don't I, get that because half of them probably went to school with you. Yeah, quite exactly. <laughs> I know. It's, it's. I mean, glass houses, etc. But uh, I can't remember because I don't have it in front of me. But there's just the odd phrase. No, it's like, did you need to put that? No, I thought it was a very, very nice review. It, no, 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 no. Ninety-nine percent of it, yes, completely agree. Really nice. Yeah. yeah, and also nice for us to be reviewed because we have done this for so long and nobody ever reviews us. So thank you. I think I was. What was I described as a? Um, puppy. Your puppy. Burnley Northern Puppy. A Burnley Northern Puppy. I, I carry your bags and laugh at your jokes. Yeah. Yeah. I've just got your job nailed. Spot on. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's, it's going to be quite a tough show to get through today, but... Um, I'm sure we'll manage to. We went to producer Ben's <laughs> birthday party. His yes. 30th, which was, I mean, so much to talk about. Hmm. Don't know if this is lovely or tragic, but his birthday cake that his mum and dad got for him actually had on it. Producer Ben. Oh, that's sweet. Had they uh, run that by us? And <laughs> I'm the first to take the mick out of you, but your family are lovely. It was so nice to be there. I mean, I, I, and I, I did turn up, everybody. I was there, you know, at the start of the evening. And I'm genuine, I'm saying this, and I, there's no, please don't look for a joke, but there were so many people there. And I thought I that was nice. People yeah. that I, I, you know, didn't necessarily know who they were. We wouldn't have that many people. Neither did I. <laughs> Yes, I mean, they were rent a crowd, but it was, it was nice to have them there. Just imagine, whilst you're listening right now, of what a 30th birthday party in Hackney would be like, because it was exactly what you'd imagine. Yes, it took me a while to get there. I had a lovely walk. It, Could I also apologise? I was on the phone to Mikey uh, about something actually quite serious, but we won't go into it. And um, someone waved and went, William, and, shout, and started shouting Wendy. And I was a bit like, oh, I can't, I'm on the phone. And also it's going to be late. So I'd just like to apologise to that person. Of course I'll be there. I'll be at the few. It meant a great deal to me. Can I buy a potato peel? It could have worked. <laughs> Good, yeah. Um, um, but yes, had a nice walk through it was East in London. A, it was in a... Um, basically, they served food on silver trays. And it was yes, in but a, You're making it sound like Claridge's. It was in a brewery. Yes. Yeah. It was in a, a factory, weren't it? I described it to you on text, I think, as a scrapyard when I was outside. <laughs> I believe you said but... it's a fucking scrapyard. <laughs> I was outside at this point. I didn't realise, actually, it had already started um, and you had a sort of a private space. So I was wandering around outside going, it's going to be freezing. Anyway, it was inside. I met Cat's uh, parents as well. Yes, they're lovely. They are really nice. I had I had Cat's mum in the palm of my hand by the end of the night. Wow. Yeah. That was very close. She, um, yeah, she very much... Her and Kat are very similar. Good laugh, yeah. Yes. No, they are. They're lovely. You can see That's where... That's the thing about you Northerners. <laughs> you might have no money and live in an absolute shithole, but your sense of humour is second to none. Don't lose that, young did, man. Did Sean no, actually no, say that? No, no, no. 
So what time are you down the mine tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. She wasn't like that. She was very nice. Very, yeah. very nice. And producer Ben had uh, producer Ben Bunting. Yes, he did. That's producer Ben at Glastonbury. Yes, with his <laughs> eyes closed. And there, and there were stickers on the table as well, which was a different image. Yes. yes. Also, can I apologise as well? Um, during the birthday cake being brought out and the candles, people mm. shouted, speech, speech. <laughs> And there was an awkward silence, so I went, Hi, guys. No <laughs> one laughed. <laughs> wow. No one laughed, and it was very awkward. Did, how many of them listened to the podcast that were there? None. No, there's a few. There's a Sorry, Ben just counted one on his finger. So I, met, was, yeah, you. I met your mate from Belfast with your neckerchief. He were a good laugh. Rory. Rory. And it proves my point that I, I'll always say the Northern Irish have the best sense of humour. Yes. I was like, I like your neckerchief. He's like, I'm not going to do the accent. Go on. Like, here now, yeah, he wouldn't wear this in Belfast. Like a fucking kneecap forward. <laughs> so we were chatting away. There's a little neckerchief on. We should, we should also say, hey, I, I'd like to apologise to everyone for last week's episode, uh, which became like an incredibly middle-class version of Jeremy Kyle with our <laughs> argument. We were a moment away from doing a lie detector test um, with Ben and me, and fueled by you, I have to say. Hey! With I'm me not. shouting, the invitation says four! And then <laughs> wanting everyone to turn up from seven. And then you were basically there at half three. Yeah, because I I could have turned up earlier. I uh, I backdoor boogied as well, by the way. I'm sorry. Sorry. Sorry what? I backdoor boogied. Thought you were sitting funny. Well, did a French exit, whatever you call yeah, it. Yeah, I know you did. Yeah, sorry. Well, you were pissed by that. And oh, that. And I'm in my thirties. You can tell you're in your thirties. Well, not, he's not even in his thirties. All the way right? in the taxi, going, what are we going to fucking Acne for on a Saturday? Thanks, guys. I'm joking. It was a very, very good night, actually. I, enjoy, I was very sad to leave. I, I had a very wholesome day that day when I got my Christmas tree. Yes, we, um, we should, that was also the day in the morning. You and I were in Battersea signing books at Sainsbury's. Oh, yes. 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 I forgot about that. And then after we finished... Thanks to everyone that came to see us in Sainsbury's in Battersby. Battersby. <laughs> Where did I say? Battersby. Oh, yeah, we were at Dog Zone. Um, yes, and uh, afterwards you went and did your Christ- you did, got your Christmas decorations from the yeah. Christmas decoration aisle. I helped you pick out your baubles. I told you I didn't need two packs of lights, but you won't be told. <laughs> I bought two... So now I've got a spare box of fair- fairy lights and I've lost the receipt, so well, I can't take You can just put them back. wherever. Put them around a door frame or something. No. Why not? It's tacky. <laughs> what do you mean it's tacky? It's all right around a Christmas tree. Or up the banisters. Or you don't have a banister, but, you know, up the thing. You know, whatever you hold on to. It's glass, isn't it? I know, yeah. Well, you could probably take them to the top. Okay. As it were. Stay, like I'm stay be tuned for more fairy light chat. Yes, there will be more fairy light chat coming up. Okay. Um, but your tree looks very nice. Thanks. I had a really wholesome day. I say wholesome. It's actually quite stressful lugging a tree from tree yard to your house a tree yard <laughs> where the heck did you go <laughs> it was a little they sounded like a church actually oh yeah they often yeah they commandeer sort of areas yeah. did you get anything for the top uh a star right <laughs> yeah <laughs> got it thingy mm. um how was uh how was dp then double panto great yeah yeah very good it's the only really weekend we had free in order to do the pantos this side of christmas anyway uh very good palladium panto excellent um, Sleeping Beauty Takes a Prick, also very good. Who was in that one? The Sleeping Beauty one. Uh, actors. Oh, okay. No names, as it were. I mean, sure, their names, their names in their own household. <laughs> but I, they wouldn't, you know, Jennifer Saunders was in the Palladium one, so I wouldn't oh, sort of, she? yeah. What was the best line that you remember? Oh, 
in Sleeping Beauty, Mikey uh, likes the one where because uh, there's you know there was it's gay panto, so there's there's a type in the audience, and um, there was a joke something like oh you know all you audience members with your big muscles that you need for your jobs as account managers, and that was quite funny. <laughs> Well, it's true. All the gays have, you know, well, not all, not all the gays, but a lot of gays have all these big muscles and, you know, they sit in an office all day. <laughs> we just found it very funny. Glad I gave that a miss. Well, you weren't invited. Oh, no, I wasn't. No. Thanks for my I invited advice. you to the other one. I was, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, but no, it was, it was good. It was a nice, it was a nice weekend. Um, ben came to the Palladium Panto with me. Did you, Ben? Yeah, sat next to me and offered him, offered me his twiglet halfway through at one, which was good. When was this? Reached on across. S- on Sunday? On Sunday night, oh, yes. Yeah. Sunday, five o'clock. Oh. He's 30 now, so we have to do things earlier. <laughs> Needs to be in bed. Yeah. Um, um, <laughs> welcome to two-day hangovers. Yeah. 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 Wait. Wait till those two-day hangovers start kicking in. Mm. Mm. Uh, but no, we, we did have a nice time. Before um, DP Weekend, uh, I was in Brussels. And it's my new favourite thing. It happened to me twice whilst I was away. Uh, once at the Eurostar and once actually in Brussels, people came over to me, you know, like people that you meet at um, the Eurostar terminal or in shops, and it automatically, before I had said anything, spoke to me in French. And I think that adds oh. an air of sophistication. You're like, oh, they think I'm French. What, they thought you were French? Yes. Bonjour? Yeah. They start, and I've, I'm so sorry I'm English. Do you speak much French? Uh, no. <laughs> no. Oh, yeah, yeah. Dan's ma famille. Don, ma famille. Ilia. <laughs> I remember this from persons. Mon mère, Wendy. Mon, mon père. Mon père, Graham. Mon père. Uh, mon mon br- frère. Mon frère, Ryan, Dominic, Bradley. <laughs> and French names. Something like, we like to go to the cinemas at weekends. Or something like that. Yes. C-C-C. No, I don't speak a lot of French. I speak more German. We won't go down that route again. Posh um, dogs, I think. Do you speak any Latin? Uh, a little bit. Caecilius est in horto. Which is Caecilius is in the garden. He was always in the horto. It's all he d- I don't think he had a house. I'm not being funny, but why do we need to speak Latin anymore? Well, it's very good because a lot of English words uh, derive from Latin words. Yeah. So it's... Jump cut, Jack. What are you... I'm going to have you ejaculated from this room in a moment. We've got the entire team here. We've got the whole team here. All you may not have about noticed. on the laptops. Jordan and I spent the last three weeks since Ben's microphone got turned on going, one of the things we hate is typing. And just to gaslight us, there are now five laptops here, all typing. It's not on. Welcome to Millennials Hot Desk. (laughs) Every one of them. Every one of them. Sorry. No, we love you. No, Jack, it's fine. Need an impression for Jack. You do, yes. I got one. Jack, you don't know what is about to happen. He used to be a painter and decorator, so... Do you smoke Rollies? No. Sorry, that was a general... That's a generalisation. Anyway, you're right. How's your week? Yeah, good. All good. Get ready for Christmas and that now. Good. Yeah. Got and one. that. And what? Oh, you said Christmas and that. Yeah, you know. Is that us that. coming around on New Year's Eve? Oh yeah, we're doing a picky tea. Yes. Right, but we've got to tell you, it's a bit potluck, so you need to bring something to add to the picky tea. <laughs> what? You can't. Sorry, etiquette. You can't change the type of party after we've accepted it's the invitation. Weeks away. Just bring some cheese or turkey Twizzlers or something. Oh just, yes, I got loads. If you can bring them and warm them up in hours, you don't have to bring them. Just some aren't Pringles. No, we won't be bringing those. No. Doritos. Doritos. Mm-hmm. No, I'll. I'll do you want sweet or savoury? Uh, I'm doing brownies, so savoury. Okay. Just I'll... bring something to add. 
I'm sure we can. Everyone bring... else has been fine about it. Chelsea and James are like, great, we'll get some in. Oh, they are coming because I text them. Chelsea and I were texting, and then I said, "Oh, and I'm seeing you on Newsy," and then she didn't text back. And I thought, "Oh God, is she actually oh. not coming?" And I've no, 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 she's no, good. Yeah. Okay, fine. So we're gonna have, yeah, plenty. Okay. Um, also, as well, we need to mm. talk about. Uh, thanks to everyone that's um, bought tickets for our tour. That was weeks ago. 2024. Um, the, the, the North guest list is. Getting a bit out of hand. I went on to the spreadsheet. Still have some names. There's no room. To be fair, I feel like I feel like Mary and Joseph. To be fair, <laughs> I messaged the group oh, and then uh, and what's he called? Anonymous Stu? What's he called? Um, no, it's anonymous Adam um, or AV Adam. Chairman. Chairman Emeritus Stewart. Chairman Emeritus Stewart. I, You'll learn that one week. He said, yeah. right, send me the names, and I thought I can't be asked with William here, so I sent him an email. And how many was on the? I think it was 24 to start with. Right. Well, there's to start with. There's a few more names. So my well, uncle, my uncle Alan's, and they, they've all. I love how they've all messaged saying, tried to get tickets but we couldn't. So my uncle Alan. I'm not and, sure they tried that hard. My uncle Alan and Auntie Nori want to get on, and there might be uh, our Kirsty wants to know if she can have two more, and my uncle Justin wants to know if he can. They'll be on the stage at this rate. Which oh, actually could, be quite, could actually be quite fun. Is. I said to my mother yesterday. I said, does she want to come on stage in Bristol? Yeah. Is it she was, coming? It, no, oh. she she said no. We don't need to come to that. Oh. But I said, oh, you could come on stage. They would literally, the audience would go wild. <laughs> she said no. What are you doing for Christmas? Um, it's called a segue. <laughs> I'm down south for Christmas. You're down south for Christmas. Yeah, I'm going up to Burnley on the twenty eighth. Right. So the plan is to let them have their Christmas. Let all the headbutt in and scratching and scrapping start first, and then I'll mm. go up when it's settled down. Right. Yeah. Okay. Also. Um, uh, disclaimer, uh, I've got to say on, on behalf of my sister-in-law, she doesn't speak to her kids like that. <laughs> <laughs> regarding, regarding last week's impression. Okay. <laughs> She's never threatened to lever her kids ever. No, I could not, not see Kate doing that. No, she wouldn't. I was just, I was, you know, my impressions are loosely based on people. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Kate should really be flashed. Kate should know that your impressions are nothing like yeah, that's what With I the say. exception of producer Ben, yeah. are nothing like the person. Thank you. Um, so yeah, Kate shouldn't be embarrassed. What are you doing for Christmas? Uh, I'm down south as well because, of course, last year I was I was up north, mm-hmm. which was very kind of you to let me. Uh, but this year, <laughs> <laughs> that was a fun Christmas. Yes, it's <laughs> walking funny till New Year's Eve. <laughs> Uh, this year we're down south with oh, my yeah. family. Yeah, is it just me? I love that Crimbo Limbo week. Everyone hates it, but I love it. No, I like it. That week when you don't know what day it is, you just Twixtmas. I think is the more upmarket way of saying it. Gooch week. That's definitely down market. Yeah, mm. I love. So I like that the Crimbo Limbo week. Going, I'm going, I'm going to walk up Pendle Hill. Nice. Mm. Lovely. Yes, because yes. I invited you to see if you want to go to the panto again and you're... you're are you, are you going to another panto? Well, it's the same again. <laughs> you're 34 years old, man. Excuse me, it's... Oh. it's, it's how many pan- Have you heard some of the songs you play? Like, if we're going to start <laughs> this. Like what? Midlife crisis songs. Like what? Fred again. <laughs> <laughs> Can't think of anyone else. <laughs> Very popular. Oh, my mother, talking of songs, sorry to sort of um, switch mediums, your winter song that you've done on your other line of work. Yeah. Uh, she said, it's very good. I shazammed it, but it didn't come up. It didn't. I said, no, because it's not a commercially available song. It's a joke parody song they've done for Radio 1. Well, I thought it would come up, she said. Does she listen to oh. Radio yes. 1? Oh, she's so sweet. She can't stand Sarah Cox, so she listens to you. Oh, that's... 
Oh. Sarah, I'd make it no secret. Like, I like Sarah Cox. My, one of my radio idols. Right, well, but my mother prefers I you. I used Vic. to listen to her all the time. Like, that's exactly the way she, no one tells a story better than Sarah Cox on the radio. I do not like her. <laughs> There's noveners on the radio all the time, and we get it, you're from Bolton, but please. Sarah, I can't stand it. Can't we have someone with pronounced impersonation? What? <laughs> Received pronunciation. Received pronunciation. I'm pissed. Pronunciation. <laughs> Received pronunciation. Pronunciation. I'm pi- I, shut up, you. I'm pissed. I've been on the champagne. It's Christmas. I've pulled the ripcord, darlings. Oh. Yeah. Sarah's ace. Which, sorry, Sarah. my mother or Sarah oh. Cox? Maybe it's a Sarah thing. Yeah. Sarah's don't like other Sarah's. That's probably why. I absolutely. She probably thinks that could be her. Sarah. I love Sarah. Um, anyway. anyway, no, she's been listening to your winter song. I thought it's very good. She went, she's... oh, we got Picky Tea in there as well. She's so... Like, yes, of course, I heard it. <laughs> you haven't You haven't listened to <laughs> me for... You never listen to me. I do. do you? How rude. Ben doesn't. Ben does. I'm working. My mum doesn't. Wendy's a very, Wendy's very much a heart girl. Is she? Yeah. <laughs> she loves heart. She loves it. She knows. Have you met Jamie and Amanda yet? I love Jamie and Amanda. They are, they, yeah. And she heard you on once, but didn't realise it was you. Yeah. <laughs> she went, oh, that's who it was. She said, I thought you were a politician. I was like, talking about napkins. She has it on the background. Does she? Yes. Yeah. Okay, fine. Well, she might want to. What's your favourite radio station? What's my favourite? BBC Three Counters. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Obviously. After that? Um, radio One. Oh, correct answer. Mm. Yeah. I do like a bit of talk sport. Yeah. Times Radio I like. Yeah. I should also say quite quickly. <laughs> I listen to Jane Garvin's podcast. Do you? Yeah. And Fee Glover. And Fee, yeah. Nice. We should ask, Ben, what are you doing for Christmas? Seeing as this is one of the last times we can talk to you. Um, this Thank is you. That's lovely. The... <laughs> Sorry, carry on. Would you like me to share? Yes, go on. We're, we're all ears. This is the first time, like, except for COVID, that I won't be with my family, so... I'll be with Kat's family. Oh. You obviously met, so... Yes. And yeah, what going... meat are you having? What? <laughs> turkey? Who would you like to know? I assume turkey. I Who has goose? Know. Some people have goose. Is that, like, fancy-ish? Mm. Turkey's better. And uh, beef, some people have beef. Some people have a nut roast. Some people have chicken. Ooh. No, I think... Normally I like to go to the pub on Christmas Day. Yes, but so do I. I don't know if For that's going to happen. Not for the meal, no. just for a few pounds. Hey, there's not wrong with going to pub for a meal. Well, no, but <laughs> what? Well, that's that's lovely, Ben. And what have you asked Father Christmas for? Uh, I haven't really. I'm just... Well, no, this because I'm struggling to buy you... presents. Oh, nice. I'm struggling to buy you a present because you're, you've A, got no house yeah. anymore at I the time this house. episode goes out. Yeah. You're also going travelling, so I you don't necessarily want to... So what the heck do I get you? Oh, no personality, so it's really... <laughs> Sorry, that was... Oh, oh, sorry, that was too. That was below the belt. You've wow. got a great. That was really harsh. Sorry, and sorry about laughing at your nan again last week. That was really, <laughs> that was bad. Sorry, that was a bit too bit low. That weren't it? No, it was. It, I thought it was quite it's hilarious. It's because we love him and we're going to miss him. Yeah, we are. I feel really bad now, Ben. Sorry. No, it's fine. We will miss you. No, I'll miss you. I'm going to say this now on the record. We will miss you. I'll we will miss you, miss you greatly. But this is a fun celebration of sex with my boss, so shall we continue? Okay. So, Ben, um, we've put a little surprise for you. Come and... we need you, to, you might need to take those ridiculous things off. No, 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 keep them on. You need on. to put headphones on to hear it. Oh, it's all right. Yeah. Ben's got little antlers on. Do I definitely hear it? So, um, 
because you're going away and you've been working hard on this podcast for five incredible years now. Five and a half. Five and a half incredible years. And we, well, we don't... it's actually nearly six, actually, since we first started. All right, just let him finish. Six Sorry. years since we first started and all your hard work and effort has been critical to the success of this podcast. So we've got the guys here um, behind the scenes to put together some audio of your best bits. Let's have a listen. Oh, that was marvellous. <laughs> that was lovely. Jack, well done. What a nice edit you did. I just got it. Thanks, Ben. Bye. Keep in touch. <laughs> Should I leave now? Yeah, off you go. Well, Shall we go to um, William's wow. Etymology wow. of the Week. Wow. Or whatever it is. Here's the jingle. It's William. William. The etiquette geek. His knowledge. Knowledge. Is quite unique. He'll give you manners. Manners. A subtle tweak. It's time for William's etiquette etymology of the week. It's a Christmassy episode, so I thought we'd do a Christmassy etymology, and we're going to talk about something that we've talked about many a time on this podcast. Why are fairy lights called fairy lights? <laughs> or as I call them in my house, lights. And we'll find out why fairy lights are called fairy lights after these messages. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. All right, Gene Davis, thanks for sticking with us. Uh, it's now time before we go to your problems and dilemmas for William's etiquettymology of the week. William Hansen, why are fairy lights called fairy lights well they go back as far as 1882 but they were not originally for christmas they actually begun at the savoy theater in london which is currently showing sunset boulevard which i'll be saying in the gooch week um the savoy theater <laughs> was the first to be lit entirely by electricity and not gaslight uh, in 1882 gilbert sullivan's Ialanthe premiered at the theater in order to publicize the new play and the theater fully lit by electricity the proprietor richard doily cart came up with an idea he got joseph swan who had invented the electric light bulb the previous year to design miniature lights run on batteries which could be worn as part of the costumes of da, 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 
fairies. Uh, And that show opened to great acclaim in November 1882, and the miniature fairy lights became a must-have fashion accessory for society ladies. Uh, And in 1883, as a publicity stunt, uh, someone called Edward Johnson decorated the tree in New York with fairy lights, uh, and thus fairy lights then became associated with Christmas. Now, they were very expensive and not seen in Burnley until 1952, when Mrs Arkwright got a full house on her bingo, and this, along with her dirty nets... Stopped oh. traffic. And that's the history of fairy lights. Oh. <laughs> what happened in Burnley? I made that last bit up. Um, <laughs> but I thought it was quite funny. And what's wrong with net curtains, you snob? Do you have net curtains? No. There we go. I had lots of net curtains growing up. Yes, but, and in, ni- in the 1950s, net curtains were de rigueur. De rigueur. Oh, let's not go down this route. <laughs> that's actually quite interesting. So Thank the you. fairy lights on the tree first started in, in New York... No, in London, and then associated with Christmas, New York. Okay. Do you like Christmas? Do I like Christmas? Yeah. It's all right. Mm. I don't love it. I don't go, oh, it's Christmas. Do must you put, not? Must I stick the tree you, up. I thought you did. No. Oh. Do you like Christmas? Yeah. I've worked, I've worked most of them. Are you working this year? Yeah, I'm on air this year. Are you? Yeah. Okay. Well, how lovely. Shall we go to listeners' problems and dilemmas? Let's do this. This one is from E. Dear William Jordan, EPB and Diego, my divorced father has recently started dating again and has found a lovely woman. They've been going on lots of dates and getting on well, which I think is lovely. However, I think it may turn slightly awkward between my father and me after this morning's shenanigans. I was sitting eating my breakfast when I heard some post coming through the letterbox, which is rather unusual. We have a post box outside as we have a little terrier who likes to bite the poster's fingers and rip up the post. Our dog had beat me to the post and began ripping it up. To my surprise, it was some intense feel textured condoms. I looked at what remained of the packaging only to see that it was addressed to my father. He gets embarrassed around sexual things. I don't think I've ever heard him say the words bum, boobs or willy. I think that's that unusual. I don't particularly want You've to... never heard your dad say bum, boobs or willy? No, not really. Not, not that I can remember. <laughs> not that type of daddy. Wow. Wow, Ben. Oh, we're going to miss you. Yes. I don't particularly want to just hand him a box of condoms, nor do I want my dad to know I've seen his X-rated purchase. So what are my options here? Do I just throw them away and pretend they never arrived, or do I find some packaging and pretend the dog never got to it? What is the etiquette around a teenage daughter having to rescue her father's condoms from the dog from E? Well, first of all, it's good. I remember watching some on the rain. It was a few years ago now, but STIs were on the rise. From Did the rain do a feature on textured, textured condoms? No, I think it was like I think it was on the rain. Something like STIs. It, was, it wasn't you, in the rain. It's on the rise for over fifties because right. they all think, oh, God, I don't need to. Mm. Yeah, so it's good that he's looking at. I think you well, just be an ad, just just leave it on the side and don't mention it. You don't need to mention it. No, and do you know e- what I mean. I don't know if you want a little brother or sister, um, but, you know, if you don't, I would strongly encourage them to wear a condom. That's what I'd say. Mm. Yeah, no, he's, 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 he's only being sensible, isn't he? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> textured? What sort of texture? Like a cashmere? No, I, I think... Is it texture? Is it one with the bumps on? Ribbed. <laughs> Ribbed for your pleasure. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's very sensible. It is, yeah. Yeah, I, I wouldn't worry. I think I think just, just le- I would just leave it. Yeah, I'll just leave, leave it, it there. For the... And no one will ever have to mention it. E, I mean, quite frankly, though, by the time 
we've actually got round to reading this out. You've probably been and gone, so let us know what happened. Mm. That would be nice. Okay, this is from Anonymous. Hi, Jordan William and EPB. About six months ago, my husband and I were at my mother-in-law's. She just had her sitting room refurbed, and she hung up a new picture. This picture is absolutely massive and hideous, but trying to be polite, I complimented it, saying how nice it was. She then asked if we would like one for our sitting room. I accepted, as I didn't want to come across as rude. Before I knew it, my father-in-law started putting the picture up on our sitting room wall. My husband and I hate it and get embarrassed whenever people come around. I've since told my husband to take it down, but our dilemma now is what do we say when my in-laws come round? Do we say we have taken it down because we're about to paint the wall and just never put it back up? Two, never invite them in again. Three, be honest with them. Or four, say we hung it above our bed, which is what my husband wants to say. Thanks, Anonymous. Oh, with ornaments, it's fine. You just bring it out and they come round, but pictures, mm. is screwed. <laughs> yeah. Or nailed, <laughs> potentially. Um, I would say, number four, say it's above you. Well, no, because I mean, not, you know, your parents might at some point just go into your bedroom. You might repaint or sort of put in a new bedside table you want to show them. And then when the, paint, the painting's not there, you've got a problem. So I wouldn't do that. I would be honest with them. And say, actually, I'm so sorry we never liked it. Would you like it? No, back? here's what I'd do. I'd mm. be like, I absolutely love it, but it doesn't quite look right in our house. I can't put my finger on it, but it looks better in your... I love your one, and it's just not quite working in our house. Bosh, nailed it. <laughs> Thank you. What was that? High five. Do it again, but butch. <laughs> <laughs> it's like slam dunk. Okay. <laughs> Okay, those wrists work well, don't they? Um, <laughs> this is from Reese. Hi, William Jordan, EPP, and A.V. Adam. A.V. Adam, hey! you're in a letter. Round of applause for A.V. Adam, please, everybody. You finally made it. Look at his, <laughs> look at his little face. He's going to go home and tell the missus about that. <laughs> I was wondering what the etiquette is on gift giving at Christmas. I have quite a large family with lots of aunties, uncles and cousins that I'm close with who always give me gifts at Christmas. I also want to give them presents too, but I'm unsure on how much to spend as it can get quite expensive. For example, my cousin and their partner get me a gift collectively, which they halve the cost of. However, I feel I need to spend the same on each of them, but as I am single, I have no one to split the cost with, meaning that I'm spending more overall to match what they've spent. I don't want to seem tight, but due to having such a large family, my expenditure over the Christmas period is ridiculous. I look forward to hearing what your thoughts are. Thanks, Reese. Oh, this is the worst thing about Christmas. And I know it's easy for us to say it, Reese, but if you can't afford it, you don't have to buy people no, presents. No, you don't have to match someone's spend. You don't. And if, if, if you can't afford and maybe some, a nice gesture, so if uh, you can't afford a gift, something small, or maybe you could make something. That's always quite nice. Some nice words in a card. Yeah, some nice words in a card. Or maybe make a nice cake or some brownies or something. I, I, I don't know, but don't it, worry. If I gave someone a gift and didn't give me one back, I would not no. bat an eyelid. And neither should your friends or family. That's not what Christmas is about. No. And also, I, I don't agree. I, only, I personally think gifts should be for immediate family. I don't buy for my cousins and stuff. I'd be bankrupt. Oh, really? No, yeah. you see, we're quite close, so I do. Do you? Yeah, oh, and they're, and they're now no. partners. We don't even, I don't even get my brothers anything. We've just, we agreed years ago. So like just well, that, look, if money. there's been an agreement, and I think also... We get Reece, the kids somewhere. Mum and dad, my grandma and the kids. Communicate. Mm. Just like Jordan said, you talk to them, look, can't, you know, it's a bit, money's a bit tight this year. Do we need to get anything? I don't need anything. I think you've got to be prepared to not then get anything either, if you're not going to. You've got to give to receive. It's always been my motto. Do you know what the nicest thing I always thought was at a friend's wedding? 
and her father-in-law was a bit skint. So instead of getting him a gift, he decorated the living room. <laughs> what? <laughs> I thought that was really sweet. Was it any colour they wanted or? <laughs> well, yeah, he didn't just go around and do it. Like, he decorated the living room. Like, he gave his time. That was their present. And I thought that was really sweet. I think that's nice. Yes, you can do he that. Decorated the living room for him. Maybe I can donate my time to Ben. Maybe that's what I do for Ben's present. What would you... You've got... I will donate five minutes. What would you like? We could do a lot <laughs> in five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> this is from Andrea in Sydney. Dear William Jordan, producer Ben and Diego. I've been married to my husband for over 15 years. A few years ago, he asked me to look at his bum hole as he thought he might have been suffering from hemorrhoids. <laughs> Horrified at the request, I strongly declined, and to my surprise, he thought I was being unreasonable. I agree! <laughs> oh, come on, 15 years of marriage. Taking matters into his own hands, he proceeded to use the video recorder we had at the time, 15 years ago, and took a picture of the area so he could have a closer look. Unfortunately, he failed to delete the photo, and a few weeks later, to my horror, whilst watching a slideshow on the TV of a recent trip, the offending image appeared <laughs> in between the family shots. <laughs> Luckily, it was only the two of us watching. My question is, is it appropriate to ask anyone, other than your doctor, to inspect your asshole? <laughs> well. Also, is it appropriate to take photographs of your private parts so you can have a closer look? Much love, Andrea in Sydney. Andrea in Sydney, g'day. Um, <laughs> I never got people that took pictures of the hemorrhoids. Like, why? You know it's... Trust me. How many, pic how many people what? do you know that take pictures Quite of their hemorrhoids? Fume, but, like, what's the point? You know... You, you know if someone's dangling out your ass and it's a bit sore. Oh, you know. <laughs> you, know it's a, you know it's an hemorrhoid. You don't need to take... Oh, that's, that's your name. <laughs> you don't need to take a picture. Just do that. You either go to the doctor or just... You don't need... To, like, I don't... I, I agree that your husband shouldn't have been such a um, stiff and had a, had a look at it. That's fine, but... You, no, she didn't have a look at she it. She didn't have a look at it. Oh, she didn't have... Oh, was it he his? He had the hemorrhoids. Oh, yeah. Look, she, want, she was asked to look at them. Yeah, that's fine. Andrea's husband had a big problem down under. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I just don't get why people... I know a few people that have pictures of them and stuff. You mean you? No. Not me, but I know people that have, and just can trust... you name three of them? Yeah, <laughs> like the hemorrhoids. No, don't name the hemorrhoids. I think. Look, you and this was fifteen years ago. Camera phones now, obviously, you know, cameras are on everything, are on tablets, you can on squat phones. Squat over it now and put it on selfie mode, couldn't you? Yes, so, timer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> use the technology to your advantage, but yes, try to delete them. In fact, do delete them afterwards because it will be a problem yeah but also andrea i don't know i don't i think if your partner's got something wrong with them i know it's it's an unfortunate part of the body but i i would if mikey said mm. yeah we have a look at this and we ask <laughs> smells nice in your ass <laughs> i'd have a quick nose yes um so we could have a look so i agree 15 years of marriage it's not like you're six months in <laughs> i think ben's about to die <laughs> You okay? I'm just clearing up. You're this one's from... This, aren't you? Should, we do, should we do one more? One more. Oh, Which we one got would you, two. Just, we, I've got loads here. Yeah, I printed off extra. Okay. Well, pick I'll the do... best one. This is from Lucy. Dear William Jordan and EPB, help! 
A question just dawned on me after a recent drunken night on cocktails and I knew just the boys to ask. Me and the girls, the girls and I, were out in a very nice restaurant. 15 to 20 pounds for a cocktail level of nice. Oh, God. And I clocked onto a couple of weird looks being thrown my way after spearing the raspberries out to the bottom of the glass with my straw and eating them. And now I've questioned my life choices. I know with drinks like martinis, they have an olive or two as part of the experience, as well as a cherry at the bottom of a champagne flute. But where does eating the garnish cross the line? I'm not eating the rosemary stalks, orange peel, or the little peppercorns, because that's insane. But should I eat the slither of cucumber? out of the gin balloon or the passion fruit on top of a porn star martini presumably there was even one that looked like it had half a mango splayed on top of it i couldn't just leave that or is it just merely there for decoration it makes me feel like i'm wasting it if i'm not eating them so what is the etiquette for eating the garnishes out of a cocktail i've always seen it as a little snack but now i'm thinking maybe i'm just a straight up greedy bitch is there a correct way to eat them i'd love to know but if it's frowned upon i may still do it but more of a discreet greedy bitch. Lots of love, light and happiness to you all, Lucy. Great question, Lucy. It depends what establishment you're in. I tend to eat some of them. I mean, if it's a woo-woo in Weatherspoons, you know. I'm gonna sorry. You're not going to have the guard. I don't think you get How a How many times have you eaten a woo-woo in Weatherspoons? No, drink the woo-woo. Right. Never had a woo-woo. No. no. What the heck's a, what's in a woo-woo? They serve it in a big bucket. No, it's in a big jug in Weatherspoons. But what is it? I don't know. No one here. It's a woo woo. Does it make you go woo afterwards? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Woo. Um, (laughs) Woo. Do it again, but Butch. Woo. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) But I, I probably wouldn't eat the garnish. No, I think an olive. Yeah. On with a martini because it's on a little stick. If it's on a stick and you can sort of just pop it in your mouth and take take the stick out, fine. But if it's yeah, a raspberry sort of a, a loose free. Raspberry, with not with your straw. No, what? No. Do you think it's a bit common? I think it's very common. Okay. Pims then. You could say any sort of cocktail with that sort of garnish—a mango on top, a raspberry—is a common cocktail. Wow, that's a bit harsh. It's not harsh. Other it's my opinion. Gin and tonic. What's your favourite cocktail? Gin and tonic. That's not a cocktail. No, it's not a cocktail. Um, it's got three ingredients. I quite like a. Well done. Who taught you that? Me. Uh, a gimlet. <laughs> a gimlet. Yes. What's that? It's a gin-based cocktail. I don't know what else is in it. I, but don't, I don't know if that's got three ingredients. In well, I like an old-fashioned and, t- and, yeah. and a vodka martini. But vodka martini is two ingredients? Yeah, it's, it's just... Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's when they have names, like sex on the beach. Woo-woo. That's when we're in the sort of slight realms of being a bit... Mm. Pina colada. Yes. If you like pina coladas. Um, but yeah, if in doubt, Lucy, don't. So I would say um, probably don't do it. It's Great Mike. question, though. What's your favourite Christmas cocktail? Oh, top tip for I you. I don't like Christmas cocktails. Right, really into these at the moment. Mm-hmm. A Bailey's or Ballycastle coffee, wherever you get your Irish cream from. Amarula. Mm. That's that's similar to Bailey's, but just a little bit, little bit more luxury. It sounds. I might bring so, an Amarula. Um, what's the word? Elitist. It's, it's that, literally it's that, I'm a ruler. It's South African. No, it's Amar. It was an A. Amarula. Anyway, have just get instant coffee, mix in a double shot of Bailey's, then put the hot water in. What? And it's honestly, it's the best. Try it now, Gene Davis. I saw you need, and it's so Christmassy. Just get instant coffee, mix in your Bailey's, then pour hot water in a Bailey's coffee. 
Before we get, and obviously, look, we've got the weekend release. We've got big, big things planned for the weekend release. Do you want to tell us what's coming up on the weekend release? Uh, we've got a Help I Sex and My Boss Nativity Come Panto Come Christmas Story featuring all your favourite impressions. That's a lot of come. Written. <laughs> the first time you said that this week <laughs> written by jump cut jack oh can you do that but a bit butch what is that's my butch you voice. two can't do butch it turns um, out now look before we go ben we uh, i don't know if you know this but we hid the help i section my boss instagram story from you for the last couple of days and oh, uh we have asked for people's messages and advice for you going away. Yeah. Um, the, the advice we will pass... nothing? We will... <laughs> no, this, we actually do have content for this. Um, the advice we will pass on to you for you to read, but I think we'd just like to go over just a couple of the messages okay. that have come in. You go first. Amy, don't die. That was nice. Please take this time to heal from painful bullying you see from the boys. We'll work on them. Jesse, oh, don't. It's not bullying. We love him. Grace says, keep Cat by your side heart which is very nice take jordan with you says neil take a mini cardboard william and jordan says joseph lauren says don't go oh well and lauren speaks for us all i'm I'm going bernice says stay safe epb hope you have fun but don't forget to come back sharon says you better come back can't be having someone else producing the show also have a good time tinky says thank you pb for all that you do for us gn divas get more ear piercings I will not be doing that. La La says... <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Oh. <laughs> uh, we will love you and miss you and your giggle, EPB. Have an incredible time. That's from Anonymous. Jamie says, make sure Anonymous. you come back just as handsome as you are now. Wow. Oh. Shani says, hope EPB has an okay time. I say okay because I don't want him to have a great time and not come back to the pod. Uh, Amelia says, you might not come back. I left for six months and came back six... Point five years later and said, you might hear like a Latin, Latino, he might just live out there. If you hear, hola, and <laughs> welcome to help by sex to my boss, you know that he's, he's staying out. Well, if we're not cancelled before the meantime. Hola. Um, take plenty of photos, eat lots of food, and don't forget to go on the pull. That's from Kat. Go on the pull? Yes. <laughs> no, that was from Kaylee. Yeah. Um, and uh, you do one more, I'll do one more. You Giggle do. at least three times a day so you don't unlearn it for when you get back. We'll miss you. And Stacy says... That's from Jenny. Hi, guys. We love you and genuinely hope that you don't get the shits. Bye, guys. Oh, you're going to get the shits. Yeah. Travelling. Have yeah. you got your, like, um, I probiotics? To, I need to get to Boots, don't I? Stock up on Imodium Instant. Oh, Imodium's really good for you. Welcome to your 30s, pal. <laughs> Imodium and make sure you take plenty of Gaviscon or Rennie. Yes. Okay. Mm. Something to suck on. Right. Well, bye, guys. Stay safe. Are you taking a backpack? Yes. Are you going? Are you actually going backpacking? Yes, backpacking. Well, Kat and I were just talking about this. Is it better to say travelling or backpacking? Backpacking. There we go then. Travelling sounds like you're maybe on the Orange Express. Oh God! How many times do you think you're going to fall out? We're not going to fall out. No, you're not. No. Of course not. No. Off you go. Oh, can you imagine you and Mikey going travelling? Well, we go on <laughs> holiday. Yeah, travelling. Oh, no, we oh, wouldn't do that. I'd pay to see that. I wouldn't do that with anyone. I would pay to see that. Well, if Channel 5 are interested. <laughs> <laughs> Always remember, 
you can listen every Tuesday and Friday. You can watch us on YouTube on Wednesdays and Fridays. And you can share us on your socials all week. You can send yourself tales of trepidation to help at Sex My Boss. Or you can tweet us or message us on Instagram. That's at Sex My Boss. Or you can write to William Who in the fullness of time promises a handwritten reply on one of our luxury greeting cards of executive self-seal envelopes. The address is on the website sexandmyboss.com. We are back on Friday for our nativity come panto come Christmas story. And can we please, everybody in the studio, have a big round of applause for producer Bay! When will I see you again? Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com